This recording is part of a series of teleclasses with Venerable Dahani Iwahu. Venerable Dahani participated as a guest facilitator in Reverend Jennifer Hadley's year-long Masterful Living course. For more details and information, please go to beautywayproductions.com. Good afternoon and morning to some. Uh, it's a pleasure to be on the call with you all. This is Reverend Jesse Brune Haran from Los Angeles, California. I have the great uh, privilege of filling in for Reverend Jennifer as she travels today. And it's my honor to be able to introduce Venerable Dahani Iwahu. Venerable Dahani speaks directly from her heart offering pure wisdom teachings of direct insight and practical application in the tradition of Cherokee and Woodland View and Tibetan Buddhism. These are the mother and father streams that energize Venerable and are the foundation of all that she shares. Venerable's topic today is manifesting your life's purpose. Well, I'm very excited to hear this teaching. It's always a gift to be uh, able to connect with this wonderful teacher. So welcome, Venerable Dahani. I'm uh, going to hand over the group to you. Well, thank you for your introduction and your care and making possible this conversation. Uh, may these words reveal to those who listen the wisdom seed that is within. May it be recalled that your purpose is a song within your heart, energized through joy, that joy is awareness of things as they are. May you feel the bliss of accomplishment, understanding that all are our relatives in the dance. How wonderful. So, we are thinking about, talking about, life purpose. It seems something easy to discern, and with longer life, we have many opportunities for further exploring the facets of our mind and to uncover life purpose. Through the energy of compassion for self and others, it becomes clear that we are all interconnected, that by understanding the songs we've learned, the conditioned view that we've woven, we may repattern in this moment what is no longer serving. So did you choose to be something your family wanted? Have you chosen to be? who you are, our families, the situations we see around us are actually projections of our mind. We have invited the situations we walk in as an opportunity to see reflected the luminous face of wisdom. So who is this luminous being that one searches out? Understand that the wisdom of particulars, the skills of accomplishment, 
are within. Do you recognize what brings you joy? What exploration opens your heart and mind? Consider what is your friendship? What are your patterns of friendship? Are you a friend with yourself and understanding that those you meet are, in a sense, reflections and encyclopedias of the wisdom that is within your own heart. So to consider what one's life purpose is, first take note of those activities through which you experience joy. When you are working with others or perhaps studying, what inspires you when you study? How do you continue to unravel the mystery of that which you study? Do you do it through books or through contemplation or relationship? All of this is part of the dance. So there is the gift of the human body woven together by our experience. Some would say the karma, the attraction, that brought us to this moment, and those we meet in this life are also part of our exploration. So the people that inspire you are also an example of your abilities and your life purpose. So first step, when do you experience joy? When do you experience ease? Is it when you are contemplating the healing of the body-mind? Is it when you are considering to build a house, to create a, a form through which your creative energy may be expressed? So when we think about our mind, we see the world through our eyes, we experience with our feeling, and we also, with this feeling of body consciousness, begin to think that the wrapping, the cloak, is all. In truth, the cloak is composed of stardust. The cloak is a collection of myriad potentials. And in the cloak of our body, our mind, is also the vastness of space. So the deep awareness of the sphere of reality is the mirror-like wisdom. To sit for a moment and observe what arises, neither adding nor taking away. Who am I in this moment? How do I choose to walk in the world from this moment on? These questions make more apparent the gifts which are recognized as purpose and become the way in which you may manifest that purpose. There is a deep awareness within you 
and awareness that is the result of listening. What are the words you've heard over time? What are the words that have inspired you? Take note of them. Explore them. Build on them. Also take note of those words which no longer serve you, that background chatter of the mind which is no longer supportive of the wisdom seed and potential. As an explorer, you are like Johnny Appleseed walking through the forest. With our words and our actions, we are planting seeds of good cause. And these seeds that are planted consciously and unconsciously are nurtured with the sweet waters of compassion for self and others. Who is this self and who is other? We are connected through the sweet waters of forgiveness and remembrance. We recognize that we have a choice in energizing the wisdom seed in ourselves. So what is that seed? What is the thought that seeks to be expressed in the moment? Read from the garden, read from the field, read from the forest those thoughts of limitation. See them transformed into compost to nurture that wisdom seed. So what is arising? Consider the words that come to your heart in this moment. I am life. I am love. Walking on the path of exploration and the song of all creation an echo within the heart. A wonderful Consider the song arising. Who are you? How are you? What do you choose right now to plant and nourish as an expression of your life purpose, an explorer, examining the universe, planting seeds of good cause? The people that surround you, which ones inspire you? Nurture those relationships that inspire. Nurture the words that liberate self and others from concepts of them and us. Notice that within your heart is every song. Attention upon that wisdom seed. Hear the song. Joy, joy, joy. How wonderful. The joy of being present. The joy of life. The joy of clear sight, 
Hopefully you're hearing the joy of hands that build. On a subtle level, the concept of joys is a idea of pacifying, purifying, energizing. And it is through the integration of mother and father wisdom within one's body-mind. So, earth, a sacred dance ground, the wisdom of the mind that sees penetrating insight, the ability to accomplish father skill, ascending and descending energies, like whirling galaxies being born, all this is going on within. How wonderful. In this moment, what is immediately calling your attention? A new home, a place to rest, ease in relationship, transforming the experience of suffering to find the hidden wisdom within. Ask yourself these questions and write down what you perceive. What is the safe direction? How do you begin to determine when your action arises from a place of wisdom or a place of desperation? Place of wisdom potential is experienced as more energy, more joy. So what is the inner discipline that you choose to bring forth to actualize this wisdom and joy? The discipline to replace uh, non-helpful thoughts with those thoughts that support you towards seeing things as they are. So what does this mean in terms of my life purpose? Notice what energizes you. That is an indicator of your life purpose. Understand the power of sound as thought and the power of place. Where do you sit? Where do you stand? Just as there are ways to understand our life path through the sacred path of numerology, there is also the sacred wisdom of space. So according to your time and date of birth, there are particular directions. When you face them, you will have more clarity of sight and you will have more ease in conversation with a wisdom hero that is within. So this hero within is a cosmic traveler. The hero within wears a cloak woven of thought, woven of experience. And the essence of that thought and experience becomes part of the path 
not separate from the past. So whatever is arising is also opportunity. Who are you? How did you get here? A collection of stardust for sure. Calling the parents, the friends, the people with whom you walk and work to be in the circle of your life. So now, what is the purpose in this stage of life? Do I have the gift of song? Do I inspire others with words? Do I invite abundance and joy through skillfully building and creating? What is it I choose to do? Looking in the mirror, what do I value most? The connection with this precious seed of wisdom within. Let that be. What are the most meaningful relationships in your life? Observe the dance, the pattern, and allow that to be. Do you recognize abundance? Do you understand the power of choice? Organize your life as the seasons, a time for awakening, a time for dance, a time for speech, a time to be all that you are. Does your work support your spiritual commitment? Do you recognize the core spiritual that guide you in life. If not, it is time to take a look. What are those core beliefs? Do I see a world of abundance? Do I see the power of the mind? Truth is, all appearances arise from the mind and that together we are dreamers. So, as dreamers, we have a choice about the result. There is the small vortex of reaction of which I think most of you have tired and you stand in the spiraling energy of co-creative wisdom. So in this dance, in the spiraling co-creating wisdom, recognize the joy markers, the moments in which you had direct insight without prejudice, just recognition of things as they are. Do you have three joy markers? I'm sure you have more. I ask you to take note of three joy markers moments in which you said, aha, I understand. Conceptual mental consciousness involves both an inner view and an outer view, a spiraling dance of communication. Your inner view, your core perception, is that which is generating 
what we see outside and around. You are a magic being, a hero, a heroine. You are the master of your own destiny. You may think, oh, that is not so. How can it be that imaginary? Well, I want to tell you a great secret. Our imagination is a powerful vehicle. What we can imagine, we can and do manifest. So let us place our attention on the ideal we choose to achieve. Good relationships, compassion for self and others, appreciation, they are goals and objectives and the seed is magnetically arising in each and every moment, calling forth more of the same. So, who are you? How are you? This thing of self-clinging to the past experience, it is water flowing through a stream. In this moment, the water reflects the open sky and what is reflected in the open sky is perceived through our heart and our wisdom eye. So there is a place of penetrating insight where the conceptualizations, the sense around the heart is unwoven to reveal the jewel of wisdom that is within. Wisdom mind, it's not outside, it is not far away. Our purpose as explorers is to recognize what is. Having the gift of the human body, an opportunity to be and see and convey that information through the field, do you recognize thought forms as they approach you? Learn to discriminate and discern thought forms of limitation that are but a, a dream of the Mars seeking to keep people in the small vortex and feed upon their fears. Wide awake alert, ha, ah, Mars part of the display Ultimately, they too dissolve into clear light. So, what is your purpose? To see things as they are. The method, how shall I live in the world wearing this cloak of the explorer? Consider what you've learned. Consider what brings you joy. And that is what sustains you and reveals your life path. So there are simple techniques and questions for you to continuously ask yourself, I'd say for two weeks. First, understand there is a seed of wisdom within you. Take refuge in that seed of wisdom mind and recognize the sweet waters of compassion and forgiveness. Compassion for yourself 
unforgiveness for those you think have trespassed against you and for you trespassing against yourself. So what are trespasses against self? It's when you have a gift and you decide not to use it or when you accept a small view when you have a large awareness. Three days, three months, three years from now, where do you want to be? How do you want to be? Understand what nurtures you. Joy, 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 joy markers, what are they? They are those moments of clear insight, moments of accomplishment. Energy lost in arguing and doubt. There is no need for that. Gather that wisdom. What you have doubted, look within and find the answer of what is. So whatever is appearing on the path also becomes an opportunity. Nowhere to run, nothing to hide from. Every moment an opportunity. Compassion, that is the medicine, the sweet water. The joy of understanding, of good relationship. The joy of accomplishment, getting things done. The joy of the natural state. These are some of the joys we experience. And through inner practices, we can dispel outer and inner obstacles so that the natural wisdom, the clear light of wisdom, is revealed. So what do you want in three days from now? How do you wish to be? Understanding the power of emotion. Consider in three days that which appeared as a conflict in your life becomes a confluent of skillful activity. In three months, the medicine of place reveals our sacred seed. Earth the dance grounds, sky, wind, fire, nurture you as you recognize the safe place within your heart. Safety from what? From causing harm to self and others. Three years, your relationship. More joy, more joy. Well, how do I know what is joyous? Consider those moments of ease. Consider those moments of grace. Consider those you've seen with a smile upon their faces and how you were inspired. Joy is a medicine that removes the tangles in the threads of mind so that one is weaving a cloak infused with gem-like qualities, the gem of skillful method, the emerald. It reveals to us that 
by repeating what is positive life force wisdom enhancing and understanding those particular skill sets that support our unfolding wisdom is expressed as the emerald, the wisdom of synthesizing. The sweet waters of the open sky reflecting like diamond light, the seed of wisdom within oneself in every moment, is also the courage to think that yes, we shall, and yes, the wisdom seed in the moment is revealed. The energy of Jasper, the orange Jasper qualities of earth dancing upon the earth as patterns outgrown are stomped upon as one would stomp upon fear and ignorance allowing the sweet nectar of awareness to be revealed. Fire, the passions of love, hate, like, dislike, resolve into the passion of skillful accomplishment as the sweet winds of a clear voice calling through the desert, through the forest, calling our wisdom nature to be skillfully expressed. That is the medicine. So do you do it alone? Yeah, it's in you. Do you need someone else? Friends, you call to you. And ultimately, it's your voice and your choice. What matters most is the connection with that heart of wisdom within you, being present and feeling blissful. And you're going to sit quietly and write down all those things that matter most to you. What do you value in meaningful relationships? And how do you cultivate those relationships? How do you choose? to cultivate meaningful relationships, family, clan, co-workers, all beings. Abundance is a recognition of the co-creative power of the heart and mind. So generosity is a medicine that offers to the wisdom potential in the moment, our voice, our dedication, and our care. Often we think that service to others is enough. Well, when we are caring for others, it is wise that we care for the seed of wisdom within and understand that others and self are interconnected in the spiraling dreams. So what is your plan? 
their plan is related to your gift. What are your gifts? In Old Cherokee, where it is said each person has seven gifts, I invite you to write down seven gifts of awareness, accomplishment, mind, body, ability that you have. And as you acknowledge these gifts, also dedicate them to accomplishing particular results. So again, how do you know what makes you happy? Uh, when you smile, when something brings a smile to your heart, and what are your favorite things to do? What has nurtured you in the past? If you think you are too busy to do them presently, I say invite those inspiring activities back into your life. When you are studying or at what time does your concept of time fall away? What are you doing for the time sense to fall away and you're being present fully in the moment? That is an important point. Take note. When am I doing something? What am I doing? where concept of time falls away. So when you're doing what you love and what nurtures you, concepts of time do indeed fall away. Who has inspired you? What inspires you that they have demonstrated? And how does it reveal and nurture a wisdom Feel that within you. Do people want your help? What do they ask you to help them with? Consider the questions people ask you. That means people perceive some skill set within you that is wrapped in the cloak of your life's purpose. If you were to die tomorrow, would you have completed all that you have chosen to explore? Would you have tasted the nectar of life? There's a Native American saying to live each life, each day, as it were the last day of your life. That is a very important idea to live each day as if it were the last, without regret. Do you know how that feels? When you were a child, perhaps you lived the moment. Now you plan and understand that the plan is inseparable from the moment of first song, first awakening, 
and you see yourself as a retired senior citizen, how will that be? Do you have a plan? Do you recognize you are part of a design plan and a dance? And how do you know? So that concludes my lecture, which is really a series of questions to you. And I invite you to explore these words and to sit with pen and paper and ask yourselves these questions. Conceptualize joy, beauty, wondrous relationship, expression of your life purpose as a skillful, joyous human being. Visualize this awakened, joyous human being walking among friends, walking in the world, having supper in the world with others, and recognize the joy of clear communication. And energize the seed of that wisdom nature. And you Pacify any conflict with the ideal of that awakened being that you are through replacing such thoughts with the ideal, the experience you choose. Imagine it. Feel it. And it is. Be the shore free from illusion, and recognize the wisdom being that you are. And so, may these words remind you that all are relatives in the dance of life, and the seed of wisdom is within, and that the power of voice and choice brings forth the appearances all arising from clear light, empty space. How wonderful. And this concludes the lecture portion of our conversation. Thank you so much, Venerable. What a powerful, powerful teaching. So many good reminders and so much good food for thought. These questions are so powerful. I really found myself contemplating everything that you presented while you were teaching. Um oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you for your for your wisdom and your willingness to share. Oh, my prayer and pleasure. A question <laughs> when we ask ourselves also has the answer within. And that is one of the benefits of asking ourselves questions. Yes. Because within the seed of wisdom of the heart there are indeed all answers. Yes. Mm. Beautiful. So uh, in opening up the circle, I just would like to remind everybody that if you'd like to ask Venerable a question, you can do so by um, by dialing star 2. And I will also um, – uh, sorry, I'm, I'm going to open up 
to look at online questions as well. Uh, but star two to raise your hand, or you can type in your question, and I will ask that available. I'll read it for you. And I will unmute you when I see that your hand is raised. And um, uh, there is a online question, Venerable, from Kimberly. Yeah. And it says, um, Venerable, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Joy, joy, joy for the light you bring into the world and such happiness guiding us with love connecting with all. I am needing help with something much larger than I in the Appalachian Mountains. There are fires engulfing thousands and thousands of acres. I've been praying and using the three-level water prayer. However, I feel there is more or at least a specific prayer, dance, song, or something I could do uh, that I could add to ask the waters of the sky to come Love the fire and dance as one. I know all happens to divine plan, but uh, Gaia, Gaia needs help too sometimes. I just want to offer any assistance if I can. Please advise, direction of or guidance is very appreciated. Gratitude, love, light, healing, and blessings to all. Yes, it is true. There is a definite interrelationship of the elements, earth, wind, water, fire, space. And the fire is an expression of the unresolved inner aggression within the human family. And so first step, and in addition to the water ceremony, is making peace within our hearts to pour water on the concepts of them to pour water on the mind of anger and to invite the seed of skillful compassion to take root. So the medicine that brings water to the earth is composed of thirst, uh, giving thanks for the water, for the situation, and also, calling upon the sweet waters that wash away and reveal the hidden currents of anger, uh, deception, separation. So by giving thanks to the earth and the rain, the water, we are opening the door to the pathways of pacifying energies of unconscious aggression. And as we make the offering, which you can find at Beauty Ray Productions online, it is available for download. When you are making the offering, consider the sweet medicine that comes from each direction. So beginning in the east, may there arise in the hearts of the land and the people's interaction. So there is a dynamic uh, vitality, almost an organ of communication between the human heart and the human resonance frequency of the earth. And so may there be peace within our hearts and may that peace flow through the environment 
may the hidden elements of anger become skillful methods of caring for the earth and one another. We are seeing, in a sense, a battle of paradigms. Five forms of dominion over are falling away because it is clear there is an interdependent relationship of all beings. And so sweet waters of forgiveness of self and others, we wash away the illusion of dominion over and recognize uh, the interrelationship of all beings in this dance upon the earth. Now I'm turning to the south. Sweet, warmth, nurturing seeds of wisdom, may they arise. Earth, you are a sacred dance ground, and we give thanks and we put aside our thought forms of grasping and wishing to possess, and we awaken to the mind of joyful, abundant, loving interaction. And we turn to the West. Fires of anger become fires of transmutation. May the concepts of Zeminus, dominion over, and recognition, the, may the concept of dominion over be transmuted into the recognition of our interdependent relationships. So these are ways in which we can uh, transform the fire from a destructive force into a force of transmutation. Is clear? Hello? Yes, I'm sorry. I forgot that it was a write-in. <laughs> so oh, okay. I was clear and beautiful to me. Yes, very beautiful. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, let me refresh here to see if there's any new write-in questions. And again, for those listening on the line, you can simply hit star 2 and uh, raise your hand and ask Venerable a question. Well, I myself have a question, Venerable. Um, I always do. I have so many questions for you. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'll utilize this time. Um, you know, I have a lot of people uh, in my congregation at Inspire who are feeling led to be activists during this uh, transition period with the president-elect and President Obama. And um, I recall... Um, something, a piece of advice you offered me during the Occupy Wall Street movement. When And the question was, how do we stand for the highest vision possible without energizing separation or energizing the appearance of an enemy? And so I, I'm going to put that question back on the table just to be reminded of how do we energize a loving vision uh, without one denying that there are um, thought forms and things being energized 
through the words of our leaders and politicians that seem hurtful and scary? And how do we transcend that, stand in love without making them bad or wrong and um, continue to go towards a deeper awareness of unity? We can cultivate a deep awareness of unity by first not being distracted or motivated by the divisive voices. Let us be the people, the communities that we choose to be and understand that there are no people with power over the heart of queer awareness and right relationship. I sometimes think that the energy of divisiveness is an intentional illusion so that people forget that we are creators with our voice and our actions. Creator does not say that you are a god. It is that you acknowledge the power of vibration. And through this power of vibration of thought and action, we may manifest the world we want. So we see reactions and reactive behavior, and it is our choice to cultivate the behavior and the results that we want in our personal and our local issues. I personally think that... Uh, Divisive energies, I call maras, uh, attempt to keep people distracted so they're not aware of the power of our minds. Be present in the moment as a wise, loving being. Be in good relationship with those around you and understand that no one has power over you. It is part of the illusion and display and thus feeds the maras when we have a choice to feed wisdom instead. Wow. That was beautiful. Thank you. What a good reminder. Ugh. And it so resonates. It's such, so true, so true. And it's interesting that I find um, that if you're not angry or if you don't seem to be upset or scared, many people feel as though um, you're not paying attention. And if you're not willing to energize that uh, the wrongness and or or the evilness in others, then people aren't really interested in hearing what you have to say. And so it can it feels as though it, it takes a certain level of courage to really live authentically. And yes, it is, it is a very fine line because uh, we can think about uh, in the past uh, we've seen things demonstrated and so first they took the neighbor, then they took another neighbor, and then they came and took us. It's, uh, I'm paraphrasing, uh, an idea of standing for what is right. 
uh, and pointing it out without energizing its destructive capability. So the thought forms of others being less worthy or one group having more rights than another, um, it is a thought form of dominion, and it is slowly playing itself out. It seems like a, a gasp to perpetuate uh, an old concept when through the Internet there is a greater planetary mind awareness growing. So recognize that there is an awakening. We're part of it. And this is a wonderful time to be alive and not to be caught in the reactive dance or display because in many ways it keeps uh, people locked in the same battle. Yes, I consider... Yes. Apartheid in South Africa, what did people do to change? They withdrew energy. They withdrew money from uh, that system. And thus, it collapsed on itself because it basically was not uh, harmonious. So do not give energy to those things you don't care for. Energize that which is wisdom and life force enhancing. Yeah, grandmothers get less political because you see over time uh, political arguments just go back and forth. The real change it's the change in our consciousness and our action, and it begins with each of us. Wow, beautiful. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And we turn to the group again. Up, oh, And we have yes. a hand raised by Linda Soto, so I'll unmute Linda now. And Linda, feel free to ask your question. Thank you, Jesse. Hi, Venerable. Hello. <laughs> so my question is sort of along the same lines of what uh, Jesse is talking about, but I'm wondering how to best uh, console um, family and friends that are, especially those in the LGBT community, that are so fearful of what this new uh, President-elect and his administration might mean for them. Um, yes. I mean, I I know in my heart, I mean, it took me a while to get there, but I know in my heart that everything is happening for our good and that, um, you know, it's waking people up. But saying something like that to someone that's not a spiritual student doesn't feel like the most loving thing to do. Well, when you consider that fear uh, is an energy, you first look at the antidote. 
and the antidote is nurturing the relationships that are close to us, caring for each other. So what do you do when you see um, a reactive system or you consider how you can also participate in that system by mm -hmm. running for local government. The voice we see is in many ways a reaction and reactions uh, reverberate. And so the great medicine is caring for ourselves and others and not allowing the fear to take hold. For example, when people put on, uh, like the Ku Klux Klan putting on masks and costumes, uh, it is to inspire fear. And someone takes the mask off, I see who you are, I know who you are, and uh, we will not give you any further business. In a sense, the way people made a change of apartheid in South Africa, I think that model works. It is um, not uh, aggressive. I think the medicine of Gandhi is a medicine that suits us in this time as we see the reverberations of different groups who are reacting to one another and also perceive that the existence of the other um, is a danger. Now, certainly, there are people fighting and causing harm to each other based on their belief systems. And we may stand together in a light of compassion and uh, compassionate activity to say no, such as when we see someone exposed to racism or but sexism, ageism, let us stand around that person. And mm -hmm. uh, so an example, when we see someone being berated because of race, sex, gender, whatever, oh, that's the same, uh, we can uh, just stand there, and it is not so. We can be bear witness. One of the most powerful examples I have experienced through the years in terms of energetic change and transformation uh, it was, oh my gosh, I guess in the 80s, and I was in the town of Santa Barbara and in a bookstore with my German publisher, and I felt this inexorable longing, something, a spiral of energy literally pulled me out of the bookstore and out to a plaza where there were people standing silently dressed in black 
and they were witnesses for peace. Mm-hmm. And that was visceral and impactful. I I stood there and observed the power of their intention as witnesses for peace. And so those methods are are applicable in this time as well. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Beautiful. Very good question, Linda. Thank you so much for asking that. Mm-hmm. And again, simply hit, um, or instead of hitting, maybe you can just press star two to raise your hand, and I will um, answer your, uh, it will unmute you. But we do have some um, questions online, Venerable, that I'll ask. Um, yes. It says, uh, I seem to be in a transition in my work as a healer and spiritual teacher. Right now, I'm in the space of not knowing quite what to energize in terms of my higher purpose. Current events are awakening and as yet untapped gift within me. What insights could you offer? And this is from Rachel at Meta Knowledge in Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. To recognize that what you've learned and what you have explored are tidbits to guide others that they reach the shore or they reach the mountain top. So the how of the healer changes over time. The method of the educator changes over time. Take notice of the essence, those methods and skills which have Uh, revealed uh, accomplishment and joy for those who sought your counsel. So like making butter from the milk of your experience, allow the, the essence of your exploration and the methods that have enabled you to guide others allow the essence to arise uh, and succinctly create a roadmap that others may see and taste and experience and understand the uncovering of wisdom within and its skillful application. Is clear? Clear to me. I love it. I'll speak I'll speak for Rachel. Crystal clear. Rachel says crystal clear. <laughs> yes, I I salute your ongoing work, Crystal. I I mean Rachel, and I uh I trust that the next step is revealed and it is harmonious with all that you have done. Gather the essence. Create a poem 
that others see their way home. That's it. Beautiful. Are there any other questions? Simply press star 2 to raise your hand, or you can um, enter your questions online. And uh, Rachel said that, um, yes, the, it came in clearly. She, she uh, thanks you for your, for your answer. Mm-hmm. Great. Here comes another um, question. This one is from Molly. Uh-huh. Uh, no. Oop, nope, Molly disappeared. Okay. Oh, here she is. Hi. Go ahead. Hello, Hi, Molly. <laughs> Hello, Venerable. Hi, Jesse. Hello, everyone on the line. Hello. Um, thank you so much for this powerful teaching, Venerable. Um, actually, one question that arose as you were speaking was about seven-year cycles. Um, and in terms of manifesting our life purpose, could you speak um, a bit about our seven-year cycles and how to work with them? Yes. The seven-year cycle is the rebuilding, the changing of the key, or the moving into another octave. And so when one is going through or entering the seven-year cycle or coming out of it, that is seven years from the moment of birth, Uh, one literally uh, sheds and extracts. You shed concepts and views and skin cells and new wisdom and understanding is revealed. And so in many ways, the seven-year cycle is similar to reaching for a pearl that is in the cleft of a mountaintop. So that pearl is created from uh, an irritant, so to speak, and yet it is the expression of wisdom that is skillful method to go on. So the seven-year cycle, uh, for men, it's often dangerous. Uh, They sometimes can have accidents or go off the deep end, and whereas the nine-year cycle and the three-year cycle for women uh, can be uh, quite So, opportunity to see what was irritating as having built the lucent, luminous cell of the pearl and gathering that wisdom. And on an internal level, the seven-year cycle is uh, the merging Uh, So where there may have been the idea of love outside, then there's the realization that mother wisdom and father skill are merged within. So 
the seven-year cycle is uh, quite wondrous, and the images of a pearl uh, between the mountains, and also the Big Dipper is the, the sweet waters that nurture the uh, aggregation process of the wisdom that is revealed as a pearl. That is just a little bit about the seven-year cycle. Beautiful. Thank you, Venerable. May may I just um, ask a follow-up question? Yep. So, um, as so, I'm approaching actually um, the end of one seven-year cycle and beginning another. And as I reflect back on the last seven years, I've received so much, and um, I think I've been contemplating on how to bring that what I've experienced into the next seven-year cycle in a skillful way. Um, and I think your answer to Rachel was helpful as well. In considering uh -huh. yeah. Yes. Gather the essence. <laughs> and also, when you think of gathering the essence, you can see the relationship to Qigong and the the building of the, the ligaments and the nurturing of the subtle waters within. Yes. So there are many ways to integrate the wisdom of the moment. And that relates to our, I mean, what comes up then is as a collective, it feels like we're moving into this other key and, and another cycle. And um, so as we each on an individual level tune in and put our attention uh, onto what is life force and wisdom enhancing, do we assist the collective to shift keys in a more easeful manner? Yes, we aid the shifting of the Neptunian influences by putting on the life mask first. Hmm. So we also uh, recognize the planetary influence of Neptune. A hidden messenger, the sweet waters that nurture the wisdom potential arising. And to be the friend we want to ourselves, to be the citizen, the nations, uh, communities we want by being that with ourselves. And so the big lesson is the lesson of concretized views 
as unreal, that something new is arising and what has been hidden as unintegrated emotional actions in uh, individuals, clans, nations, uh, all of these unresolved issues are arising for us to allow the pearl of wisdom to be made manifest. I'm sometimes told by my grandchildren I'm too poetic. I pray that was not too poetic. It was beautiful and crystal clear. Thank you, Venerable. Okay. (laughs) I feel as though we could all use a little more poetry in our lives, so what a gift. (laughs) Well, Venerable, it's 11.12. Would you like to do take one more question, or are you feeling complete? I'll take one more question. Great. This comes from uh, this question is from Lisa, and she has her hand raised. So, Lisa, I'm unmuting you now. Hi, Venerable. Thank you so much for this teaching today, and thank you, Jesse, and hello to everyone out there. Um, oh, I feel very grateful to have this opportunity and. I, I feel like the last part of your um, answer to Molly really touched on the question that was arising for me. Um, maybe you could say a little more about it. It's, what's arising for me is just under trying to understand um, the role of this arising that we're seeing in our country right now. And Wanting to hold it in a way that's positive. Um, And so my question is about the role of um, what might appear to be negative um, Mm -hmm. arising. And how is that or is that a necessary part of the healing. Does that make sense? Yes, uh, a fever is part of the body's healing. Mm. And with the elements to support that healing, the fever soon subsides. And so what we see acted out are uh, conflicting worldviews. Uh, there are uh, some view the world in this way, some view the world in that way. Some feel this way is the only way or this way is the only way. And uh, very often these views uh, arise out of an intention for control over because of a belief in limitation. And so it is our responsibility not to feed 
those maras. It is better to be cautious and humane. So, yep, I see that um, racism, sexism, many isms are uh, boiling to the surface. And I choose to energize the heart-mind of transformation. And it begins with our small circles of good relationships. What is the reason? Um, just as in time, the waters at the bottom of the lake slowly turn over and rise to the surface, also, we are seeing some of the obscurating thought forms uh, that have been created and swallowed and believed. Mm-hmm. When we have the power, when we understand the power of our minds and the energy of imagination, uh, imagine a world of beauty and it becomes. Attention to the dysfunction um, gives it energy. And it Mm. is not ignored because you want to not step in a mess. Uh, (laughs) What you choose is to walk a path that is uh, clearly wisdom and compassionately accepting our differences and choosing where we place our attention. Mm. I can say something, and and I'll say it in closing. There is power in electronics. And many years ago in California, after the Rodney King situation, there were... um, Helicopters flying around creating a sound that attempted to make even peaceful people angry. That anger is an energy, it's a sound, it's a frequency. And that we want to be mindful not to be entrained. Yes, not be entrained by the thought forms of uh, aggression, collusion, reaction. Let us resonate with the pulse beat of the heart where awareness. Thank you so much, Venerable. You're welcome. So... We are a a collective singing a song, uh, and staying in tune is a practice. Yes. Okay, Beautiful. 
potential in every being flourish and grow and come forth as ever more skillful methods of reconciliation, awareness, awakening. May that wisdom potential be revealed as harmonious human beings and a healthy planet and an understanding that we are all interconnected dreamers together. Wado. Wado. And Venerable, if it's all right, I'd like to invite Molly to conclude with the long life prayer. Thank you. Molly, you are unmuted. Great lady of the Buddha family, who holds a secret Vajrayana in the lotus grove of the teachings of the practice lineage. You are the glory of the Buddha's teachings and a sentient being. Blessed are the Vajra Dakini. May your life, Dahani Oahu, ever remain firm and long. Emanation of rainbow light, Dharma wisdom, three fires bright. Guide upon the beauty road, calling all to see. Crystal reflection, boundless compassion. Caller of four winds, wise grandparents, seven sisters. May your mission be accomplished. May we assist you in the light. May you receive many blessings and live a long, good life. We thank you, Dahani Wahu, gift to the people, great mystery. Wado, may all have happiness and the causes of happiness. Thank you for facilitating this call, Jesse. It was my pleasure, and thank you for everything that you bring. Much love. And thank you, everyone, for joining us on this wonderful call. Many blessings to you all, and I look forward to connecting to you all very soon. Take care. The light.